Live from the Average Joe Nation studios in St. Clair, Missouri, this is the Average Joe Podcast, a show that proves that in this crazy world, a combination of common sense and a C-plus average is actually a superpower. Sure, he's crazy, but what if he's right? Please welcome your host, Damon Gilbert. And here we are, here we are. Start of a wonderful week. Uh, I believe it's the 22nd of uh, August right now. And I know I didn't do a lot of podcasts last week, and I apologize for that. I had a lot going on. And uh, boy, a lot happened last week. Oh my God, I've never seen anything like it. Well, I say that. It's like that all the time now. It's like trying to drink out of a fire hose. You know what I mean? It really is. You can't you can't take in all that they're throwing at you. There's so much going on, so much bad going on. It really is. It, you can't. You almost have to pick out a few things and talk about them. I, I mean, I do one of these a day. I could probably do ten of these a day, really easy. I, I, I mean, I could if I had the time and I had the. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, the the subjects are there. Oh my God, it's unbelievable. For instance. And I know, I know, you don't want to hear about this because most people don't. But when it comes to child trafficking, uh, human trafficking in the United States, we are at an all-time high right now. We really are. We have got a person in the White House who thinks that this is just great. Uh, Joe Biden has released over 250,000 unaccompanied migrant children into the U.S. Okay? So, basically, he is the ultimate in human trafficking. And believe me, it's not all for good things. It's really not. And what, I, what I'm saying, what I mean by that is, and I, I've got an example here. Have you ever heard of Placido Domingo? Okay. He's a Spanish opera singer. He was one of the four tenors, if you, if you re- recall that from uh, the 90s. Uh, there was uh, Domingo, there was uh, Pavarotti, there was Carreras and Alonza. You remember that, the four tenors, older guys, uh, got together saying they're, they're all opera singers uh, put out some great music that Pavarotti is just unbelievable but apparently Mr. Domingo uh, he's been involved in some child trap well child I keep saying child trafficking that's not that's not totally accurate it's not always children but for the most part uh, it, it can be it can be and and, and, and and in this particular instance it was for what is it here? It says, disgraced Spanish opera superstar Placido Domingo. He's 81. He, um, he was, uh, his name is coming up in an Argentina sex uh, probe. In other words, he, he, his name, he's either, a, he's either a client or he's involved in it at some level. Uh, he's had to resign from a lot of the uh, positions of power he had within the uh, the opera industry. He's had to give up. Oh my gosh, he's 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 had to give up all kinds of titles. It's unbelievable. Uh, let's see here. It says this disgraced Spanish opera superstar Placido Domingo, 81, planned to meet a woman for sex cult from a sex cult that forces its members into prostitution. And he is not. People use the word pedophile okay he's not a pedophile pedophile being a pedophile is a preference okay we're talking about human trafficking and human trafficking is so prevalent and so it's such a big business anymore I, i'll remember do you remember the movie taken 
Liam Nielsen was in it, and his daughter was taken. She was in Europe, and she was kidnapped, and she was in the process of being forced into uh, prostitution, and she was being sold on the open market. They had a, you, you've seen the movie. If you haven't, you really need to see it. That's true. That's exactly how it works. Yeah, these people are kidnapped. When you see children that are gone or kidnapped, chances are they're not dead. Chances are they're, I mean, I'm not saying all of them. Some of them do end up dead. Some of them have been kidnapped by someone who is, you know, um, a serial killer or whatever. That happens. But for the most part, these people are put, especially, especially if you're not of, um, oh, how would I, how do I put it? If you're not uh, wealthy, okay? Because if you're not wealthy, and let's just say you're the daughter of a drug dealer or a drug user, and you're thrown into DFS, and you you just get lost in the shuffle, and next thing you know, easy pickings for these people. It, it really is. And I mean, they've made they've made the transition from drug from drugs to human trafficking because it's easier. It's easier, and and it, and it's there's a lot more money in it, and that's what human trafficking is all about. It's about money, and hordes of money hordes of it you're talking about a drug when you sell a drug let's just say uh, be it cocaine or heroin whatever when you sell it that product's gone there's no there's no it's not like you can use it once or twice or three times with the human trafficking and you've got a young girl you can use her you can you can sell her over and over and over and over again and and no one's talking about it no one wants to talk about it because it's icky you know what I mean? No one wants to think about it. And I think that's a shame. The United States and worldwide, human trafficking is becoming one of the biggest industries uh, in the under, underworld. It really is. And, and Placido here, he's, uh, he's, got his, he's got in his tit in the ringer, basically. Uh, he's, uh, <laughs> he's 81 years old. And if you think they won't Epstein his ass, you're crazy. I'll bet he knows where a lot of the bodies are buried. What do you want to bet? What do you want to bet? He's probably been involved with this at some level. He's probably made money off of it. I mean, he's basically a disgraced Spanish opera superstar. That's the way they start out the the uh, um, the articles now. He's 81 years old. I mean, he's at the end of his life. It really doesn't matter. And believe me, they could kill him. He, he wants to start naming names. He will be gone. That's what happened to Epstein. That's what's going to happen to uh, Ghislaine. Uh, if she if she if she doesn't keep her mouth shut, they're going to kill her. There's no doubt about it. The people who run this show are very powerful, and they like it the way it is. They like the standard uh, uh, the status quo right now. No one's talking about this. No one. Mainstream media doesn't touch this with a ten foot pole, and it's everywhere, folks. Everywhere. Yeah. <clears throat> Hold on to your daughters. I'm telling you, really, because this this is a serious serious thing right now. It really is it, and there is. You're talking about multi, multi millions of dollars are involved in this. It's just not. It's just not what you would think. That it, it just happens occasionally. No, this this is a big deal. I, for one, think it should be talked about more and more. I, I think there should be, instead of the FBI worrying about what Trump's got in his, uh, you know, in Melania's closet or in her underwear drawer, the FBI should not be putting put the hit on these people. And the thing is, they won't. That's why they never released the uh, clients of Epstein. That's why they never did. And that's why you will never hear it. If you really think you really think it's gone now, do you really think the Epstein thing is just is gone that we got him and 
Yeah. Wait, wait. I mean, he was the bad guy, right? Is that what, that, is that what people are trying to tell you? Oh, yeah, we got him. That's all done. No, 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 no. No, it's not even close to done. It's huge. It's huge. This guy was just a, he was a one little cog in a huge machine that just keeps on rolling along because they've got everybody in their pocket. Everybody. Yeah. I mean, you would not believe, and I've read, I've read stories about this. The people that are involved in this, in human trafficking, it's unbelievable. It's, it's some of the people you would not have any idea they're involved in this. For once, Placido Domingo. Would you have thought one of the, t- the, the, uh, the, the, the tenors would be involved in human trafficking? No. No, I wouldn't. Why would you? And, here, and here's the funny thing. I, I was talking to somebody the other day about this, and they just, people love to debunk you. You know what I mean? They'll say, oh, that's, that's crazy. That, what are you talking about? I said, what am I talking about? I'm, t- you know, I, and that was an actual question. They said, well, "What are you talking about?" And I said, "That's not." They said, "That's not true. That that can't be true. Why couldn't it be true? Why? Because I'm the one that thought of it. I'm the one that noticed it. I'm the one that read about it. I'm the one that's kind of done some investigating on it. Why is that? Well, because if if it was true, I would know about that. You know, because it just it just that's how it works." Oh, you think NBC, CBS, and ABC are going to talk about this on the air? No. No, they're not going to because it's icky. No one wants to talk. I, I know that's not a term, an actual term, but you know what I mean. It's kind of gross. It's something I don't want to think about. I don't want to think about 12 and 15-year-old girls being sold into prostitution. I, I don't want to think about that. What are we going to do about that? I don't know because I don't want to talk about it. I, I, don't, want to, I don't want to think about it. That, that's not what I want to do. Yeah, and that's how that's how my life. That's how things work. They really are. No one cares. No one cares. It's too icky. It's too. It's too hard to think about. Because when I think about it, then it, it makes me sad. And and you know, so I'm cons- I'm considered a conspiracy theorist. That's what that's what they like to call me, because I'm bringing up subjects no one wants to talk about. And, and believe me, uh, that's one of the reasons I really don't like people. You know what I mean? Human being, and I don't mean people, and I don't mean like the people I'm talking to right now. I'm not talking about those people. I mean human beings in general. Human beings are horrible. We, we, we are horrible to each other. Horrible. We do terrible things to one another. Yeah, we do it, and we do it on a daily basis. Humans are terrible. I, how we've ever, how we've survived this long is beyond me. I don't know how we've done it. The human species, for the most part, because you go back to this, you go back to this human trafficking and stuff. That is one of the most horrible things you could possibly do. I mean, other than killing someone, selling them into prostitution and slavery is is about as bad as it gets. I mean, selling drugs is one thing. You've got you've got people who are, you know, willing to buy things. I, I I'm not I'm not. <laughs> that's one thing. I mean, that's their choice. But these kids, these kids that are sold into this, they, they have no choice. And, and you, you've seen how society's operating right now. Think of the people you know that have had to deal with DFS or that have lost their children or that treat their children bad or don't take care of them because of, they're on drugs or what, what have you. What do you think is going to happen to these kids? That, 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 why do you think their gang membership is at all-time high? Because they, these kids need somebody to lead them. 
you know, and, and we're not, humans do not do that anymore for the most part. I mean, these kind of humans don't. That we're terrible to each other. We really are. We, we, we don't think a thing about going in, especially the United States. We always like to take the high road. We always say, well, we're in democracy and we're trying to set people free. Well, you will, but you're going to kill half a million in the process. Now, is it really worth it then? I don't know. I don't think it is. That's what I'm talking about. Human beings are horrible to one another. Yeah, people say, they talk about God and, you know, they say, well, God never makes something that's, that's defective. You know, why would he, he just doesn't do that because he's perfect. But I got news for you. When it comes to human beings, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. This may have been, you know, a lot of times when you're building something, you'll, you'll, you'll make the first one and you'll go, okay, that didn't work. So we'll, we'll try the other. We'll try the next time. We'll do better the next time. I think that's what happened here. I really do. Because we are defective at a level. I, I, I don't know. I, I've never seen anything like it. It's really, really strange. But getting back to the um, child trafficking thing, I have seen there are organizations out there who, who go out, and these are usually ex, ex-military, and you've probably never heard of them because they get absolutely no exposure on uh, mainstream media. They actually go out and they hunt these guys down. They free hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of children from these 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 uh, sex cults, these uh, uh, human trafficking, and where they're sold into prostitution. Uh, these guys go out and they, they don't mess around. They don't mess around, but they get absolutely no notoriety whatsoever. And and I think that's a shame. And I think it tells you all you need to know when when mainstream media is not willing to talk about something. Um, and I don't mean just mention it you know, in a 30 second clip. I mean, get into it and explain it to you and tell you how horrible it is uh, with pictures and interviews and all that. When they're not gonna do that, you know something's up. They're on the take, basically. That's what they are. They're, they're, they are ignoring it for a reason. They're told to ignore it. Do not do a story on this. We can't have this because for all we know, the the mayor of uh, New York City's involved in it, or the mayor of uh, Miami, or the mayor, who knows, uh, or the lieutenant governor, or uh, people in Congress. If you think they're in, if you think those people aren't either directly or indirectly involved in human trafficking, you're out of your mind. There's too much money in it. There's too much money in it. I mean, I would have never thought that there would be, you know, that uh, a congressman would uh, profit from insider trading. Because I thought, well, that's, that's not right. You can't do that. They do it all the time. No one thinks that nobody bats an eye over it. I mean, Nancy Pelosi's made hundred, well, hundreds of millions of dollars on, on a, on a uh, uh, salary of a couple hundred grand a year. And you're worth, what, a hundred million now? Uh, hard for me to figure that one out. Now, how did Liz Cheney in six years go from being worth $7 million to over $45 million? Of course they do. They, they sell their souls. And believe me, when it comes to human trafficking, they would look the other way. You know that as well as I do. So when I get right down to it, I hate people. I hate humans. <laughs> I know that's a terrible thing to say. And I don't mean the people that are listening and my friends and all that. I, there are good people out there, don't get me wrong. But, and I know a lot of them. And I, I'm talking to a ton of, you know, a lot of them right now. A lot of good people out there would never, ever think about this. Never would... But when you hear that it's going on, I don't want you to dismiss it because you have not heard about it. There's a reason for this. There's a reason you haven't heard about it. And this is it. This is it. Because they do not want this publicized at any level. Because there will be outrage. Okay? This is not CRT. 
uh, uh, being taught in classes. You know, th that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about something completely different. Yeah, and, and it goes on all the time in every country. And right now with the borders the way they are, basically you can bring kids across and I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. I, I have a feeling the government's involved in this. I think the CIA is, is directly involved in this. They're supplying these children to someone. That's what they're doing. That's, that's exactly what they're doing. And nobody's saying a word because Joe's untouchable right now. He is. He is. Um, you got mainstream media and everybody and their brother running defense for this guy. And not a thing's going to be said about it. I mean, Hunter Biden's probably in, involved in it. Would you imagine that? Can you imagine Hunter Biden being involved in a sex trafficking operation? Of course you can. The man's a degenerate. He's as scummy as they come. He's a corrupt, horrible human being. And that's the kind of human beings that I hate right there. That's one of them right there. He's a perfect example. When you look him in the eye, you see him on TV, you see his interviews. When he's done interviews, the man has no soul. He is, he is out to, he's out for himself and no one else. He doesn't care who gets in the way. It's a psychopath, basically. That's exactly what he is. So anyway, uh, having said enough about that, let's move on to another item that I think is just unbelievable. And that is that, and I read an article yesterday, and I don't know if you heard this or not, but it's something that you and I need to talk about because this is serious. This is serious. We've got, right now we've got, the article says uh, at least 37% of American farmers say they are killing existing crops and selling off livestock due to a drought after the U.S. experienced its third hottest July on record. Folks, this is bad. And, and I know you don't want to hear that, but you really need, I would suggest really preparing for this because this is going to get really insane really quick. When you've got 37% of the U.S. farmers in um, well, it's in the western half of the country. So it's not like we're going to starve to death. But they're actually talking, now get this, they're actually talking about there's a possibility you could see $50 a pound for hamburger at some point. Right now, hamburger's down real low. And you want to know why? Because farmers are sending their stocks to the uh, slaughterhouses. There's an over there's an overabundance of it right now. So naturally, the supply, uh, law of supply and demand dictates that the price will come down. But folks, that's going to be short-lived. So we're talking about, oh, we're talking about a crisis. This, this is a food crisis. It really is. And, and, and you and I are probably not going to starve to death. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not predicting that. What I'm saying is there are people in the third world. There is going to be starvation there. There really is. It's going to be horrible. It's going to, it's going to be... It's going to be something you've never seen before. And, and you talk to people about this and they say, eh, you know, I don't know. You know, you, you talk about this, Damon. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I mean, the country's, the country's getting along, right? We've got, we've got internal safety uh, valves that take care of things. And, you know, we've been around for 250 years and there was a depression and that's one thing. But, you know, I'm telling you folks, you wait until these gas prices go back up. You're going to have... 2023 is going to be something you've ever seen. I, I, I literally believe that we're seeing history take place right in front of our eyes. Uh, uh, unprecedented history. 
You're going to have the IRS breaking our doors down. Is that what you want? Is that what you want? I don't. They're hiring 87,000 new employees. Now, where they're going to get these employees, I do not know. But I've seen, I've seen article after article of them training them basically for hand-to-hand combat and, and uh, how to use a firearm. Uh, I mean, night vision goggles? Why would the IRS need night vision goggles? I saw, I saw a, a story the other day that they ordered a ton of those. Something's coming down the road. And when it comes to this, this food, all I can say is get yourself some food. And I mean storable food. That, seriously, there are places you can look up. They're all over the place. Get something that's freeze-dried. You may need it. It's just, it's just a thought. It's not like I'm selling anything here. All I'm saying is this is going to be bad. It's going to be bad for us. Now, the poorest countries are the ones that are going to hurt the worst. They're already hurting. Look at Sri Lanka. They had food rights a couple weeks ago, and that hasn't gone away. I mean, it didn't get better. You've got, you've got uh, Ukraine that's in uproar. Uh, with the invasion of uh, Russia, Russia invading it, and that is the that's the breadbasket for the wheat uh, of the world. I mean, it's <laughs> this is not going to be good, and and it's all orchestrated. It's all planned this way. They want this. That's why they're that's why they're pushing they're pushing this nitrogen um, scare is what they're trying to do. They're saying that nitrogen is what causes all of the uh, you know supposed global warming in the world, and so. Farmers need to change their, their processes and how they do things so that the nitrogen doesn't get into the air and cause, cause pollution and cause global warming. The problem is if we do that, yield crop yields will drop by half. So suddenly you'll have half as much food. And believe me, for, for a country our size, that's not good. That's not good at all. And, and so I, I, I don't want to, you know, be a, uh, you know, Chicken little. I'm just saying it couldn't hurt. It couldn't hurt to prepare for this. It, 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 it's not a bad idea because the cities are going to get hit first. The cities, for the most part, most cities have three days of food. Food is usually delivered on a daily basis. And you've got three days. And if, if that supply chain gets broken or there is no food to deliver, you've got three days. And you've seen what people will do on uh, Black Friday, right? They'll... they'll They'll duke it out over a uh, big screen TV or a place in line. Imagine if those people were hungry, okay? And those people, those people on on uh, uh, Black Friday, they're supposed to be happy. Oh my goodness, it's Christmas and we're you know, no. The, these people will turn on you in a drop of a hat, and the cities are going to be the worst because they're not self sufficient at all. Out here, where it's a little bit different in the urban or the rural areas, uh, you know, there's wildlife, and I mean, a, a guy could survive. But what I'm saying is the cities will the cities will be the first that'll be your first indicator when things are going sideways. Uh, let's see. I guess that's it. That's all I got today. That's all I want to talk about. Um, oh, I did want to talk about <laughs> Liz Cheney getting her ass handed to her. I did want to mention that. I don't want to go too long here. So I just wanted you to understand something. Liz Cheney, she gets beaten Wyoming by 30 or 40 points, right? Now she's she's missed January sixth. She's she's the head of that whole thing. Let's go after Trump. Let's stop Trump, no matter what. I don't care if he's guilty or innocent. We need him gone. Okay, fine. She she is by the way by the way the only congressman that represents uh, Wyoming. She's the only one. They only have one. They have one congressman that represents them, 
and hence the word represents. Okay, what Liz Cheney's problem was, she thought she was speaking for herself. She thought she could go in and change the world, go after Donald Trump, and that would be okay because she had this position of power. But the problem is she represents, or she's supposed to represent the people of Wyoming. And she wasn't doing it, okay? She wasn't doing it at all. And so what's she do? She gets her ass handed to her, okay? And then, and, and then her defense on that is, well, I'm going to really start the hard work now. And she said, uh, she was being interviewed the other day, and they said, well, what are you going to do now, Liz? And she said, well, I'm going to go back and finish up the work helping represent the people of the state that I live in. You never did in the first place, hon. That's why they told you to take a hike. When, when you get beat by 40 points, that should be a death blow to your political career. The problem is it's not. And you want to know why? You want to know why she's going to stay in politics? Because of the money. Because of the PAC money. That's why. The PAC money. That's where all the money is, and that's why she's going to stay in it. And what I mean by a PAC, what do I mean by a PAC? I mean, and it stands for Political Action Committee. Now, this is a PAC is a tax-exempt organization that collects voluntary contributions and distributes those funds to campaigns to elect or defeat candidates running for federal, state, or local public office. Okay, that means she, that's how she's gone from $7 million up to $44 million in about five, six years. Yeah, that's how it works. That's why these people will never leave politics. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, she, she may actually run for president in 2024 as a Democratic uh, nominee. I'm not saying she'll get the nomination, but she may run because she knows if she does, there is a ton of money out there that will come her way. And here's the funny thing, PAC money. You would think if you, if you raise money during an um, election cycle, you would think, eh, there's not much. I mean, nobody, that's not my money. Guess what? It is. Ultimately, it's your money. You get to keep it. So all this money that she's taken in from contributions from around the world, she gets to keep it. That's, that's why de Blasio uh, is still in politics from the, the mayor of New York. Yeah, because if you hang around, you know, and the nice thing is you know, a deal like that, you can have an office, you can have a driver, you have security. I mean, that kind of stuff. That's what this is all about. They pay for that out of this PAC money. They're, I mean, people say, well, you know, is PAC money, you can't keep that. No, you can. It's yours. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's why people run for office. Don't let them kid you. Don't let them kid you. It, it's it, when people say, "Oh, I'm, you know," they give you the impression that they're they're actually there for uh, uh, to try and make humanity and you know the world a better place. That's nonsense. That's nonsense. That's not how it works. Don't let any politician bullshit you. That is not the reason they got into it. It's just not because at the end of the day, it's all about money. You know as well as I do. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. I've said this before until I'm, it, I, I, I bore myself when I say it. When it, comes to, when it comes to money, it doesn't matter if you're running a bake sale. It, it, it's about the money. It always is. It always is. There are rare exceptions to that. I'm not saying it's 100%. But you talk to any politician today, especially if he's been in the business for more than uh, one term, that's why they always, they always fight against term limits. They don't want term limits. Good Lord, we wouldn't want that. No, we want to get elected over and over again so we can continue to collect that money. Now, these guys, these guys do really well. They really do. And they're, and they're usually nitwits. And, and, but they've figured the system out. They've, the, the system has been explained to them. They've been shown a way to make 
for a fortune and they said you know what i'm not really bright so i'm going to do this that's exactly what this is all about so anyway that's all i got today i i appreciate you listening because uh i haven't talked in in quite a while and i, I was getting to the point where i was starting to shake <laughs> you know what i mean i i get the shakes when i when i don't get to spout off and, and and you know give my opinion on things i start shaking so Rather than going to the doctor, I just go ahead and uh, turn my uh, uh, microphone on and start spewing some stuff. So, and I feel much better, and I appreciate that, and I appreciate you listening too. And I hope I've, you know, hope I've uh, uh, given you some insight into a few things that you may have not known about. So, and speaking of that, when I come back, I will go through the news right quick. I don't want to run over too far. So, anyway, I'll be right back with you. This is the Average Joe Podcast. Average Joe Podcast. All right. First story I wanted to talk to you about is half of U.S. companies are preparing for job cuts. Now, I know, I know the Biden administration will tell you that there is not a recession going on, that we are not experiencing a recession. You know, who are you going to believe? Me, the Biden administration, or your lying eyes? and your, your lying pocketbook, and your lying, everything. Who are you gonna believe? Who are you gonna believe? When half of US companies say they're preparing for job cuts, that's not good. That's not good, that is a absolute um, indicator of a recession. And that with the uh, uh, two, two straight uh, months of decline in the uh, uh, you know, production for the country, it, you, you know right away we're in the middle of one. Don't let anybody kid you. When you talk to these people online, are you, these lefties, I mean, they're all lunatics. They, they, they've drank, I hate to use this term, they drank the Kool-Aid. There's no doubt about it. They're complete lunatics. They, they, they don't know what they're talking about. They want to change history and make it all sound like that's not true, even though it's been the, historically the way it is. They, they want you to believe that. But when half of your U.S. companies are talking about job cuts, there's a bad thing coming. It's, a, it's coming down the road. It really is. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, I like this one. This was last Thursday. I should have talked about this before this, but I, I didn't have the time. But Biden uh, announced a unity summit, he called it, okay, in the wake of the FBI raid of Donald Trump's residence in uh, Marlago, uh, Miami, or down in Florida. Uh, he's calling that the United We Stand Summit. So what he's going to do, and what he did, I guess it was on Thursday or Friday of last week, he got a group of people together, uh, Republicans, that would show up to anything he asked them to come to. So right away you know that they're not, they're not on the up and up. They're probably rhinos. He wants everybody to start getting along. We need to get along now. That's what we need to do. And, and I got news for him. Uh, that's not going to happen. That's just not. I, 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 think, I think the country as a whole, and I think I speak for a lot of people, because when I talk to people uh, about these things, either directly or indirectly, you can get the sense that they are not happy with what's going on. And I think, I think one of the things that could be said is, we do not forgive and we do not forget. They stole that election in 2020. There's no doubt about it. People can explain to me and give me all the explain of how this happened. You're going to tell me that a guy is simple and as stupid as Joe Biden, who was he's basically circling the drain when it comes to his life. You're going to tell me he got more votes than Barack Obama. That's ludicrous. There's no way that happened. So they stole the election. 
Will they steal the 2024 midterms or 2022 midterms? I don't, I wouldn't put it past them, at least in some key precincts. Uh, will they attempt to steal the 2024 election? You can bet your ass. And all I can say is the Republicans better figure out in quick time how to cheat better than the other guys, because that's where we're going with this. That's where it's going. But as far as a unity summit, you can stick that where the sun doesn't shine. I have no intentions of forgiving anyone over what's happened in this country. I just don't. I just don't. And I mean, if, if we're not headed to some kind of civil conflict, I don't know. I've never seen it before. I've read about this. This is what happens in dying nations and, and empires that are falling. We're, 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 we're heading straight into it. And again, I don't want to be a, the, the uh, bearer of bad news, but I mean, I think you guys can handle this. This is We all know that's happening. We can see it right in front of our eyes. So, I don't know. I, I think that's, uh, I think, well, and here's, and the next story will give you some idea where we stand as far as a country. You've got an eight-year-old paralyzed kid who was shot in that Highland Park massacre. Okay, he's eight years old. He's paralyzed. He's in the hospital. Now, this is in Illinois. This is in Chicago. Okay. He can only see his family briefly once per week due to COVID-19 rules. I, I was beside myself when I saw that article. I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe that humanity would stoop to this level. COVID-19, I mean, it's over. It's over, folks. Come up with another, another scam, guys, because this isn't working. I, I don't know of anyone that I've spoken to in the last two years that would go back to wearing masks all the time and being locked down. They're not going to do it. They are simply not going to do it. So I don't, I don't know why you would have this still, this, this, this uh, COVID-19 rule uh, in place in a hospital where a kid, an eight-year-old, is paralyzed. And he's on, he's on, his mom's and dad are only allowed to see him once a week, briefly? How horrible can you get? The, the, I tell you, I hold the medical community responsible for a lot of this. They all knew it was bullshit. They did. They're coming out now and saying it. Even Burks, the, the gal that was the head of the whatever the hell, her and Fauci, coming out and saying, eh, it wasn't quite what we thought. You know, CDC's, eh, you know. And we're, we're still letting this happen? Unbelievable. And then, and then on the flip side, well, not on the flip side, but on the same side, you got James Carville, who was, who was, if you not, if you don't know who that is, he was, he was kind of the uh, political strategist for the Clintons. Okay, and I don't even, I don't even know if I need to say any more about that. He's bald headed, he's a lunatic, and he's never made any sense anytime I've ever heard him talking. But he melted down the other day on a, on a show. I don't know if it was CNN or what. He called GOP voters really stupid and evil. Now, this was a quote, really stupid and evil for voting against Liz Cheney. <laughs> Unbelievable. The stupidity that's in that party is, is just, I don't know that you can even measure it. I really don't. I've never seen anything like it. She, he, he has the audacity to call out people and call voters who said, hey, this woman is not representing the, the, the state of Wyoming. Whether or not you agree with what we like in Wyoming, it doesn't matter. My representative has to represent me, hence the name representative. And she didn't do that. And now he's calling those people in Wyoming really stupid and evil for voting her, her out of office. I think that's beyond the pale of, 
You want to talk about stupidity. This James Carville is beyond anything I've ever seen. But he's a member of the Democratic Party, a, a, a powerful member. He really is. So there's that. And now here's, here's, the, here's the interesting one. We're going to fly through this because I, I don't want to run out of time. Uh, I saw an article the other day that says, uh, think the FBI deserves the benefit of the doubt. Now, this is based on this Mar-a-Lago raid, okay? So do you think, yeah, okay, maybe they were a little out of line on this, but do you think they deserve uh, a second chance, maybe the benefit of the doubt? Think again. In the last six years alone, this is just a, this is a small list of the things that they've done. Um, and I'm going to go through them real quick. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to, uh, you know, explain each one individually, but you'll get my idea here. The FISA warrants that were uh, inappropriate about spying on Donald Trump. Comey, he lied to Congress, okay? He, he lied to the DOJ. He, was misle he misled Trump. He told him he was not under investigation. That's the FBI. They went after uh, Colonel Michael Flynn, uh, ruined his life for no reason, based on, based on a complete bullshit story. You've got Andrew McCabe. He, he lied to the, he was the FBI director at the time. He was lying to his own agency, telling them things. He did it four or five times. You've got the Clinton emails. You've got Roger Stone, who was, uh, uh, his house was broken into and raided at six o'clock in the morning because he was a friend of Donald Trump. You got the January 6th Capitol riot. You got Kamala Harris. You've got, oh, let's see. They were warned. And the FBI was warned on March 4th, 2021. They warned him about the January 6th uh, incident and they did nothing. Uh, I think of the, the, the amount of times that you've heard the FBI say, oh, we had this guy under surveillance, but he went ahead and did this anyway. We didn't catch him, right? You've got Hunter Biden suppression. You've got the Gretchen Whitmer plot, or, which they were involved in. You had the Ralph Northam plot for assassination. They were involved in that. Then what after Senator Ted Stevens got a conviction on him? It's going to be, that was overturned. You got Representative Jeff uh, Farnsworthy conviction. You've got the Pulse nightclub shooting. They, they knew this guy. They knew about this guy. Let him do it anyway. Texas synagogue attack. Same thing. Tried to, tried to uh, play it off as an a anti-Semitic a crazy guy. It wasn't. He was mad because the FBI had his buddy in jail. Yeah. Congressional baseball shooter. They, 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 they didn't see that one coming. Uh, how about inflating extremist cases for Biden administration and their agenda? They're doing that too. They, they, they throw a blind eye to the U.S. gymnast, the doctor who was uh, molesting those kids. Uh, you got Kyle Rittenhouse. You've got you, you've, uh, uh, re uh, wrongful convictions. You got the Martha Stewart. You got the Mar-a-Lago raid. I, I mean, I could, I could make a list that would go on for days over the FBI. And they want, they act like somehow or other that they're the uh, esteemed uh, 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 law enforcement of the country. No, they're not. You know what they are? They're hitmen for the Democratic Party. That's what they are. They, they, they use these as a tool, as a weapon, is what they're doing. They, they have absolutely no, they should be disbanded tomorrow. They, they really should. Yeah, and you're not going to find a politician to do that because they'll end up killing him. I guarantee you that's what they'll do. Kennedy talked about that with the CIA. Look where that got him, right? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's see, six. Oh, yeah. Um, millions in PPP loans to companies linked to Pelosi's husband are forgiven. How about that? Think there's any corruption there? 
when you're talking about the, the PPP loans from the COVID-19 lockdowns, a lot of these companies were given millions and Pelosi's husband was involved in most of them and those loans have now been forgiven. Wrote them off, wrote them off. You think they'd write off a, a, a debt you had to the IRS for 10 grand? Not a chance, not a chance they wouldn't. But because Pelosi's husband has Nancy Pelosi as her, her guard dog, they just write them off and free and clear. Yeah, well, that'll, that'll bump your stock up when you find out that some of your outstanding uh, bills have been wiped out. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, Joe Manchin comes out and says, uh, that was a, that, that one's, that's the last one I'll talk about. Joe Manchin comes out, and he's assuring us all that no IRS agents will ever harass anyone. you got to be kidding me. Seriously? You think that you, some teeny tiny insignificant fly on the wall senator is going to have anything to do with whether or not the IRS, who the IRS investigates and harasses. <laughs> yeah, well, I got, I got news for you, Manchin. They're going to turn on you, and I think they've already done it. I think they bamboozled him. He voted for this thing, and he's not getting anything he was promised, and that's good for him. These people are scumbags. They really are. You can't trust them. You cannot trust these people. It's impossible, and he should have known better. So I got no sympathy for Manchin. So anyway, I don't want to go over. Uh, let's see, we're at 41 minutes. I apologize for that. I will see you tomorrow. We will talk again, and it is August 22nd, and Joe Biden is the worst president in American history. Let's go, Brandon.